Hi and welcome to Social Work Sorted, the podcast. I'm Vicky Shevlin and I founded Social Work Sorted as an online platform for newly qualified social workers. I am an experienced social worker. I have always worked in child protection as an ASYE, moving through to be a social worker, a senior practitioner and a child protection conference chair. And I founded Social Work Sorted to provide training to students and newly qualified social workers that focused on their practice skills and really honing down on those nuanced parts of social work that at the time when I started, people I thought weren't, that at the time when I started, weren't being talked about enough. And actually the first four episodes of this podcast were all around home visits, which is relevant to today because this episode starts a new mini series which I am putting out to celebrate the launch of my new guide the home visit guide pretty much does what it says in the title it is all about home visits and it is going to be ideal for newly qualified social workers or students out on placement who are mindful of the significance that comes with a home visit who really feel that overwhelmed because it is overwhelming when you're stepping into somebody's house because you're not just stepping into their house or their home you are stepping into their world their generations of experience and trauma their family system it's never just a home visit and I think sometimes you may find that there are people around you who might appear to be really casual and relaxed about home visit, maybe even blasé about the fact that you're going out to do a home visit as if it's just another thing. And what might seem like complacency could also be overwhelm. And I don't want you to become complacent about the fact that you're doing a home visit. It is a big deal. Let's talk about it like it's a big deal. But the home visit guide is that working guide to prepare and support you. So everything that feels overwhelming has a place so we can talk about why we do home visits, the things that we need to manage in terms of our safety before a home visit, how we plan, how we can prepare, how we can risk assess, what do we do when we are at a home visit, how do we observe, what about our case recordings, everything is going to be covered and if you are not on the waiting list the only way to get the first release on the, of the guide will be for people who are on the waiting list. There is a link in the show notes of this episode so make sure that you are signed up. If you are listening after Feb 2023 you will need to use the same link to join the waiting list. So I want to start with why we do home visits in the first place which might sound really obvious and you might just say, well, Vicky, it's because we're social workers and that's what we do. But we need to really unpick the reason why because you can't just turn up to somebody's home to do a home visit and say, well, I I need to come in because I'm a social worker as if that just explains everything. It's not fair to the people that we're going to see. Social workers in children's services undertake assessment and observation. It is part of our statutory duty. And to get an understanding of a child's life and their world, we need to see their home, where they live, where they wake up, they go to sleep, where they interact with others. It's important to gain the picture of their daily lived experience. And it means that we have to enter their physical space. What's important is to remember that home is more than just a physical space as well. And when we're doing a home visit, when we're talking about home visits in our assessments, we need to really define what we mean when we say home. I know people that say home 
and what they really mean is the country that they were born or the place that their parents live rather than their own home. So that word home, we have to establish what we mean by it. In the guide, when I'm talking about home visits, I'm referring to the building where people reside, where they spend time, where they sleep. Some people may feel like they have more than one home, in which case you might need to see both places. You know, some people may have a home with their parents, but they also feel like they have a home with their grandparents. So it can mean different things to different people. Something that I think is really important to recognise is a house is different to a home. Again, that might sound really obvious to you, but sometimes we use the words interchangeably. I say that where I live is a house. I say, let's go to our house, but I don't mean our house because we don't live in a house. We live in a flat. So it's important to think about those definitions and what they mean to children. Home may be a flat. It may be a room if a child is living in temporary accommodation. So it's not necessarily going to look the same for different children. The reason that I mention this specifically, and I have an entire podcast episode about it, is there are some pieces of direct work where we might use the wording of house or we may use the wording of home and it may not resonate with a child. The example that I use is the three houses, which is part of or the signs of safety approach. I've used signs of safety approach since I was a nearly qualified social worker. So I think it's a it can be used and it, it can be a really helpful approach. The reason why I use the three houses as an example is because I've worked with children who haven't been able to connect with that particular activity because it's houses and they didn't live in houses at the time. So there was a disconnect between the assumptions I was making, the words that I was using as well. I have seen safety planning sheets, which also show a picture of a house, which again, isn't necessarily going to resonate with every single child. They can't see that their physical space represented in the direct work, they're less likely to be able to connect with it. So we need to determine what home is to the people in the assessment. And you might have different family members who reside in the same place, who all believe home to be a different thing as a concept. When we're thinking about why we do home visits and what role we need to be in to do home visits, if you are a social worker in children's services, it's highly likely that you are going to be undertaking home visits. In terms of your assessment, it is best practice to be able to see where a child is sleeping, see where they live, where they carry out daily activities, to be able to assess that environment for safety to be able to assess if there are any additional needs that they might have in terms of their environment. One entire side of our common assessment framework triangle is a focus on family and environmental factors. The home is a big part of that. If you are undertaking section 47 investigations, if you are in a child protection remit, again, you are still required through Working Together 2023 to undertake an assessment as part of that section 47 investigation, which means you need to be seeing people at home. If you are in care proceedings, the same thing is true. Most social work roles will require you to visit somebody at the place where they reside, the place that they call home. And so, although this guide is centered in looking at children and children's services, there is lots in it that is gonna be relevant regardless of which area of social work that you go into. One thing that can be really helpful to reflect on is all those things that I've brought up. Really think about what they mean to you. 
Have you ever called more than one place home? What made it home to you? Was it the people in it? Was it the, you know, the location that you were? Was it the type of building that you were in that made it home? Do you have people in your family who refer to home as different places to you? I went traveling with my children and we were away for about four months. And when they talk about it, when my oldest talks about it, he says, do you remember when we lived there? And even though we didn't live there, to me, it was a very short-term thing. I don't reference that I lived anywhere in that time. But to them, they use the words, we lived there. So that was real to them. That's about their experience. People around you, whether they are children or adults, reference living somewhere or being somewhere in a different way than you do. Because when we are thinking about the intimacy of stepping into somebody's home when we are trying to think about the sensitivity that we want to bring to that to build relationships and truly try and have this be an effective intervention we really have to step into how does that feel or how would that feel if we've got no experience of someone coming to visit us and we do that by reflecting by asking those questions you know what does home mean to me what does it mean to the people around me how do you start to dissect that if this episode has been helpful for you then please let me know it is always helpful for me if you leave a rating takes a couple of seconds but it makes a huge huge difference and I would love to hear your reflections as well and any experiences that you have had when you have been talking about the concept of home with children and families. What comes up for you? Have you experienced it yourself where you see home as different places? What has this made you think about if I've asked those questions? And like I said, the Home Visit Guide will be out very soon. If you are not on the waiting list and you are interested in accessing the first release of this guide, then all the details to join the waiting list are in the notes of this podcast. And if you have any questions, you can get in touch with me, vicky at socialworksorted.com. Again, to follow me on Instagram, on Facebook, to access all the free resources that are on YouTube, go to the notes of the podcast, all the links that you need are there. As I do with every episode or at the end of every episode, I want to invite you to slow down, to take a breath, to rest for just a second or two and have a moment of calm and know that you can come back to this anytime you need. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and see you soon.